Welcome to the Big Daddy Sports Minute, sports talk radio from a fan's perspective. I am Paul Big Daddy DeMay, and alongside me as usual is Michael. Michael, it's a little <laughs> silent today. It is because we're missing somebody. We are missing somebody. Jason is not with us tonight. No, he's not. He's on the he's beach. laying, I know. I'm so jealous. I hope you're listening, Jason. Is it warm there? When he sent pictures, I didn't look that warm. They were fully clothed <laughs> with their winter coats. I on. thought they were in a snowmobile suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in Myrtle Beach, Myrtle so Beach, yeah. I'm sure the last couple of days it's warmed up a little bit. He'll have to tell, let us know next week when he's back. Well, he'll be back. He'll let us know how it went. Yeah, so it's back to just you and me this week, and... You know, it's, it feels like it's been a month since we've done this because we did miss last week. What are we doing? We're doing pleasantries, Michael. Are we? All we right. are definitely doing pleasantries. <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, it's a very pleasant time. So I feel, I feel very pleasant. I do too. You know, um, but we did miss last week, so I apologize to all of you that we took a bye week. Didn't pay attention. <laughs> we did. We took a bye week. Life was a little rough for all of us, and. Uh, just had to take a week off, and it is a little later in the week than we normally do this, but, you know, we figured get one in, and then we'll do one early next week, so. Yeah. Um, but, Mike, so it's been almost, it's been, what has it been, it's over two weeks since we've since we've done a show? It's been, no, this is, it was just, yeah, it's been two yeah, it's weeks. it's been two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Uh, over you, two weeks. How have you been these two weeks? Well, Big Daddy. Been okay, you know, got a couple things going down that life throws at you that you have to deal with, even though you don't want to. Like IRS auditing you. Mm, that's not good. Hopefully they're not listening. It's not very pleasant. <laughs> and I hope they are listening because I have a lot of things to say to these people. Yeah. I, this is my second audit in five years. Jesus. I mean, who? how many times are they going to pick on a little guy like me? I don't know. I know, man, but when this guy comes over, Carrie has to hide the Tesla. Nice. <laughs> she can park it in my house if she wants. <laughs> I'll I'll take it over there for her. How about that? <laughs> That'd be good. You'll get there fast. I know, man. That car's fast. It's fast. Holy cow! I know, man. I was so thankful that your wife allowed me to take it for a test drive. Oh yeah. What happened when you took it for a test drive? I didn't. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't take it for a test drive. Wiener. <laughs> I took it for my first drive, mm. and I uh, proceeded to park it. And I got too close to the curb. Oh, jeez. The second day we had it, and I scraped the wheel on the curb. Oh, how so much does that cost to fix, like, eight grand? Uh, I, it's already fixed. It costs $125. That's and I know bad. a good place that fixes wheels <laughs> for dumbasses <laughs> like me. Uh, well, that is, a, that is a nice car. I will say that. It's definitely a nice car. Yeah, so. She's very happy with it. Yes, I, I know, and I don't think you'll be allowed to drive it again. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, who everybody says is a bad driver, did really well. Yeah. Because I'm not a bad driver. <clears throat> Just saying. So, all of you out there listening that say, you know, Big Daddy can't drive, well, that's not true. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, well. I, don't, I don't hit curbs and Teslas. I hit cement poles in <laughs> a lot cheaper cars and uh, and cars in front of you i remember you borrowed my truck one time and you came back you smashed the front of it and you i said what happened he goes well the guy didn't move he didn't <laughs> so he took off anyway here's an idea when the light turns green hit the accelerator it's a vertical pedal on the right yeah he didn't hit it i did 
And there wasn't that much damage. No, <laughs> it wasn't too bad. It was two, <laughs> three, four cars ago. So, at least but, you know that'll be uh, that'll be a good one. We can we do a teaser tonight? I want to do a teaser. Sure. For everybody. Sure. So we've well, got a new segment that we're going to be doing, and it's going to be one of the best segments of the Big Daddy history. I didn't get injured in that accident, by the way. I know true. what you're about to say. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but we are going to have, you know how like football teams and all actually all sports, they have their injury res, injured reserve list. Mm-hmm. Then they have to send, put out an injury report right. before games. Mm-hmm. So Big Daddy's going to have the Big Daddy injury report, but it's all about <laughs> injuries to Big Daddy over the years since he was a kid. Uh, actually, <clears throat> since he was out of the womb. Yeah. And my dad dropped him on his head. <laughs> That would be the first one. But for the teaser, I'm going to play the intro music oh. just so everybody can hear it. Okay. And then they'll be excited. They can't okay. wait for the very first one next week. Yeah. Well, I will say this. there. This segment can go on for a long time because I've been injured a lot. <laughs> That's why we're the only reason we're doing it. Started out when I was born and almost didn't make it through the first six months of life. So I know. That was good should, times. Should have known. I Maybe, maybe I should have turned around and went back. Me and Dave are like... <laughs> How do we get rid of this guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's doing it himself. We, yeah. don't, we don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's, when, be he, a good that's one. when Andy broke my big wheel, but go ahead. <laughs> he broke your big wheel. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, so go ahead. Let's let's hear this teaser. You want to hear it right now? I want to hear it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, no. I think the dad is going to get hurt again. Hey, don't do that. He's going to fall. hilarious because i remember when we lived in livonia i slipped down the stairs a couple of times and <laughs> oh lord help me lord help me i don't think i ever went to the er for that one but i'll tell you this <laughs> looking back i really feel bad for mom yeah with how much money she spent on the exactly. er exactly <laughs> yeah if she were still alive you'd be owner you'd be paying her back right now yeah well I think uh, I, th- I think when you I think when you go to the ER so much as a kid and you walk in and the nurses look at you and go, "Hey, Paul's back." Oh, Paul, what did you do this time? <laughs> you deserve to have your own segment called the Big Daddy Injury Report. That's true, and yeah. actually they had a name a room with your name on it, so they just took you. Yeah, yeah. Well, thankfully, at least this week I haven't been injured. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> at some so, point, it's got to stop please um it will eventually it'll probably be when i'm six feet under but that's well, fine i'm looking forward to it. it's going to be a funny segment and when jason gets back cause we, cause, and when dave gets on here with us our other brother uh we'll have we'll be able all to chime in on some of these injuries that we all remember and mm-hmm. it'll be some funny stuff man yeah well i'm looking forward to it it is going to be a lot of fun because god knows i've been injured a lot now the good thing is i don't get injured as much seriously like I used to. <laughs> well, we'll save the, uh, when you started your hardwood floor business, we'll save that one for well, another you, time. You don't know don't say it, don't say well, it. Well, you know what's funny about that is Uh-oh. tomorrow's the, let's see, the 12-year anniversary of that. It's been 12 years? Yes. Wow, yep. you, you healed pretty good. I can yeah. barely tell. Yeah, 
Well, thanks to the ER doctors. <laughs> so, well, that's yeah. We're gonna start that segment next week. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And um, just in case you were wondering, you didn't even ask me, Mike, how my week was. Oh, and that's okay, dude. How was your week? We got ex- we got excited about the new segment, and that's we cool because yeah. it is gonna be a lot of fun. But um, you know, my last two Wait, weeks have Paul? been. Um, I, I really I told you last night. I think we need to have a segment called "How Stressed Out Is Paul." <laughs> Um, we could, but that might get boring quick. Yeah, yeah, it won't take long. It's yeah, but uh, no, I'm doing all right. Been uh, just working a lot, and you know, for those of you out there that don't know what I do besides this, um, I work at a hotel, run a maintenance department, and sometimes being the boss, you get called in at night. Mm. And this past Sunday night, I got mm. called at 11:45 p.m. Mm-mm. I was at the hotel by about 12.05. Somebody clog a toilet? No, actually, um, we have four <laughs> elevators in the hotel, and all four elevators decided to quit working at the same time. Were people, anybody in them? Because that's exciting. Well, so here's the funny part. Because the whole first part of your story was very boring, but now it's starting oh, no, to get no, no, exciting. No. Oh, no, it's going to get more exciting because this is what happened. So I got to the hotel. We happened to have a large group of kids who were doing a college tour the next day mm-hmm. checking in at that time. Mm. <clears throat> There's probably about 70 of them. And so I went up to the roof, that's where our, our shutoffs are, and I reset the elevators, and I get back down, and I'm on one of the elevators, and the elevator right next to it, we had a guy on there, and it was working as long as he was in it, he was pushing the buttons, and everything was good. Well, the elevator I was on did the same thing. I took a group of kids up to uh, the fifth floor, the two of them got off, doors close, go up to the sixth floor, doors open. The rest of the kids get off, doors closed. They didn't move, didn't open, elevator didn't move. I was stuck for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so the exce- and, and the even funnier part about that is a couple of the kids have just checked in. See, because we have glass on our elevator, so you can see into the elevator. Mm-hmm. And there were two or three kids standing there looking over the railing, literally laughing at me that I was stuck <laughs> in the elevator at, at 1 a.m. <laughs> in the morning? In the morning. So needless to say... Um, I got about an hour's of sleep, hours worth of sleep that night. And, oh, no. You yeah. had to go back to work the next day? By 7 a.m., yes. I was mm-hmm. back. So, But, you know, that's part of, you know, being me. Yeah. So it is what it is. It was, it was okay. Other than that, you know. Well, that's not as hard as doing this show. Oh, no, no. This show is really hard. Yeah, this show can We're be. We're up all nights researching. Right. Like, exactly. the, you know. Yeah. Exactly. So, this lost and found we got. I got tonight is. Oh this is, boy! This I'm, is some. I'm super really excited. Heavy duty. I'm super research. excited. So yeah, well, let's uh, let's let's get the show going because. What are we doing today? We can only talk so much about me being tired, stressed out, and stuck in elevators. Yeah, it's really. I mean, we all twelve <laughs> listeners have just turned off their. Uh, we're down to twelve. What happened to number thirteen? Oh, was it 13? It was 13. Oh, well, that I'm not listening to it right now. I'm oh, okay. I got you. Well, Jason's not here, too, so. He'll be listening. We'll actually, have, actually we'll it's number 11. Number 11. <laughs> um, so what we're doing, we're going we're gonna to start out tonight with, uh, we're going to be hanging with the brothers. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about our tournament brackets that I don't necessarily want to talk about for what we did uh, for this <laughs> show, but. Yeah, you do. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Final Four, the matchups coming up this weekend, and, and pr- make a prediction on who's going to be in the championship game and win it all. You can talk a little bit about the Alliance of American Football, Michael. 
Do you know uh, what happened to them? Yeah, I heard. They don't exist anymore. I know. That was Didn't even make it through a full season. It's too bad. Uh, then we're going to move on to Lost and Found, and we'll finish up with Big Daddy's final take. So All right. Let's, uh, let's get this rolling and start hanging with the brothers. You got to be Daddy. Alrighty, Michael. Alrighty. Alrighty. I've waited two weeks to say that. I miss saying that. Yeah. It's always so much fun. Um, so we need to talk a little bit about the, well, NCAA tournament. All right, let's do that. And who made the Final Four, which... Yeah, we know. Um, we know. A little surprising, uh, at least three of the teams. Um, here's here's a well, crazy Which ones th- were surprising to you? Because I had Michigan State in the Final Four. I know, but you didn't have Texas Tech, Auburn, or Virginia in the Final Four. No, I did not. I had Kansas State, North Carolina, and Michigan and Michigan State. Yeah. Um, you did better than I did. At least you got one right. Um, I had <laughs> I had Duke, Florida State, Tennessee, and Kansas. Yeah. So. I knew uh, Duke wasn't going to make it. I had them losing like two games ago. They lost, you know, I, they lost I had Duke winning it all in this bracket. A lot of people did just because they were – because, you know, they, I just knew they were going to lose. When, when they lost that game, what, what game was that where they, were, oh, they almost lost it? I was like, hey, these guys are susceptible to – That was against uh, uh, Virginia Tech, the game before Michigan State. No, no, I'm talking about before the, the tournament Oh, before started. the tournament? Yeah, they, they had a really close game. Somebody beat them or something happened, I remember. I, I remember saying they're not going to go all the way. So I just stuck with that mentality, and I had them losing to Virginia Tech. And I had that whole bracket right all the way down to Duke and Virginia Tech, and then uh, Duke beat them, but then Michigan State. I had Michigan State all the way there, too. So I all that bracket was right all the way to that yeah. Sweet 16. Well, Jason got one out of the four correct also. He did pick Virginia to be in it, um, but he also picked Duke, Florida State, and Kentucky. Yeah. So that's the thing about these brackets, and I'll be honest. I Be honest with me. I'm going to be honest, Michael. If you would, that would be great. Um, I honestly honestly gave you guys a break and didn't pick a winning bracket. Oh, I, want, so... I wanted to make you guys feel better about yourselves. Oh, that was so nice of you. I know. Um, I try I, to I try to share the love a little bit and oh yeah it's, I feel you know, love. boost your guys' confidence some um, good ass confidence yeah ultimately I did five brackets this year and well they all were not good so uh-huh. <laughs> but that's what happens you know that's the thing about these, so you gave, these brackets you gave everybody a break when all the I brackets. gave I gave yeah. a whole bunch of people a yeah, break you were just uh, like hey, I'm gonna break everybody <clears throat> but here's the interesting thing about this final four what's that this is the first time well this is the first time. Since I think it's 2010 that Michigan State's in it. We yeah, can, we can correct that if if I'm wrong. But um, first time Texas Tech is ever in the Final Four. Really? First time Auburn's ever in the Final Four. Yeah, I had them going a long way too. And I believe it's the first time since the 70s that Virginia's been in the Final Four. So and Michigan State's the only team of the three that have won a championship. Dude, of oh, the four, I'm sorry, that won a championship. Yeah. And I did pretty good in my bracket. I had, in the Sweet 16, I had uh, North Carolina playing Auburn. And I had North Carolina. No, I had Auburn against Kentucky. No, wait. No, I had North Carolina winning. Yeah. So that's that's what I did wrong. But, yeah, Auburn, I knew they were going to go far. They were they were playing really good at the end of the season. Well, they did win the SEC tournament. Um, they they beat, did. That's, they, when, that's when it made me want 
Yeah. I think I'm going to take it. Yeah, they beat Tennessee in the SEC tournament championship. So, yeah, Auburn, honestly, Bruce Pearl is their coach. He used to coach at Tennessee, and when he coached at Tennessee, they were really good. And, you know, so I'm not too surprised that Auburn's there. They are a good team. Um, Out of the four, I think Texas Tech has surprised me the most. Mm-hmm. I know they went into it a number three seed, uh, but you know I just didn't I didn't think that they had a strong enough season to do what they did, and apparently I was wrong. Yeah, let's make a little prediction. Let's make a prediction, Michael. What What do you think is going to happen here? Because I kind of have an idea what I think is going to happen. Um, you're talking about who's going to make the championship game and who's going to win it? Yeah. Uh, I think. I think here's the thing. This is this is what I got to say. Against the Michigan State-Texas Tech game, let's start there. Um, we, we could be looking at a first-time champion if Texas Tech wins it. Uh, Michigan State is one of the only teams remaining to have a national championship, winning two, one in 79 and the last one in 2000. Um, but the game between Texas Tech and Michigan State uh, Michigan State is coming off a one-point win over Duke in the Elite Eight, in mm-hmm. which it forced 17 turnovers. Yeah, This is a matchup of two elite defenses. Yeah, Texas Tech and Michigan State are both ranked in the top three of defensive field goal percent, per, yeah. percentage. Yeah. Whose offense will be able to create better shots? Is it going to be Cassius Winston of Michigan and the Spartans or Jarrett Culver and the Red Raiders? I think, I think it's going to be Michigan State. I think it's going to be Michigan State, but it's going to be a really close game. I think it could be close. It could be, I don't know, man. I I look at that stat, those stats, but I also look at who's coaching. Well, that's the thing. And I was talking to some some guys at work earlier today, and they were they kept saying, you know, Texas Tech, Texas Tech, and I said you cannot go against Tom Izzo. No, man, Izzo has been there before. He's he's a good coach. Yeah, he he is, and and he knows he's been to several Final Fours. I yeah. want to say. This is number six or seven. Yeah. It might get too big for Texas Tech. I, I think Michigan State is going to win that one. Yeah, I think so, too. So, I think I think, uh, I think Michigan State will be in the final game Monday night, and I honestly think that they will play. Oh, man, that Virginia-Auburn game is going to be a tough one. I think that's a tougher game to pick then. Yeah. Auburn is playing so good right now, and Virginia's good, too. <laughs> what are they ranked? What's their defenses ranked? Um, I don't know, Michael. Why don't you look that up? Where's Jason? Come on, Jay. He's on the beach. Dang it. He's not going to look Quit it drinking up. my ties. He's probably looking at it right now. Listen, um, laughing. Now, this is a game that will be a battle of pace. Virginia only allowed opponents to take 52 per, 52.1 field goals per game. Meanwhile, Auburn at 61.1 attempted. Uh, Virginia will try to take care of the ball and force shots late in, the, late in the shot clock. The Tigers will look to force turnovers and get shots up quickly. Another key point in this game, Michael, will be how efficient Auburn is on three-pointers. Yeah. Uh, the Tigers average over 11 three-pointers made per game, the third highest mark in college basketball. Hmm. And Virginia is ranked fourth in the country, only allowing opponents to shoot 28% from the three-point range. Oh, it's be interesting game. So it's going to be an interesting game. Um, Auburn is actually favored by five and a half. Yeah, I saw that. So, um, <clears throat> um, so honestly, I think it's going to be it, it, it's going to be tough. But I'm going to say it's going to be Michigan State Auburn. That's what I'm thinking too. 
Michigan State Auburn. Yeah, I just think Auburn is just on too much of a roll right now. And Virginia is playing good, but I just think it's going to be Michigan State Auburn. And then that's, then, you know, I mean, as much as I'm not a Michigan State fan, and neither are you, I think I think this is the year that Tom Izzo wins, an, wins another one. Yeah, and I think uh, I actually am rooting for them because, you know, you got to go Big Ten. I am too. And, and you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago with Jason that they – we feel like they kind of got screwed when the when the the, the uh, brackets were created and totally, totally the re- the region that they were put in and I think it was one of the toughest regions and they came out of it on top and I just think they're you can't go against Izzo no I'm sorry not but this time I think they're gonna win it I think so too <laughs> alrighty so we'll see what happens we got uh, two games Saturday mm-hmm. and then we got the championship game Monday night and, mm-hmm. and uh, I would like to see Sparty win it all. Yeah, I think that'd be great. And, and you know, as far as Michigan goes. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jay. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. So Mike, Mike burned all of his Michigan stuff this weekend. No. Um, they, I think they had a great season. They had a great season, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. But I just think they're maybe one Cassius Winston-type player away from being in the Final Four and winning a national championship. Yes, they made the final, the last championship year. game last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when some of those players graduated and went to the NBA, they had a great recruiting class coming in. But Michigan is also one of the youngest teams in the country. It's true. So John Beeline is a great coach. And I think if he could just find a player like a Cassius Winston or a Jarrett Culver Somebody like that, I think Michigan will be right there next year and could mm-hmm. win it all. Yeah, I agree. But so that's my prediction. Next year, if we can predict next year, Michigan wins it all. Me too. I say okay, that. Great. Yeah, awesome. I agree. Wonderful. That's my bracket. All right. <laughs> you picked Michigan to win this year too. I did. Yeah. I had Michigan, Michigan State in the Final Four. Yeah. I, know. I almost got there. There's one game away from Michigan being right where I said they were going to be. Yeah. Well, and then Michigan got their butts kicked. So, but that's okay. They did have a great season. They were in the top ten majority of the year, and you know they they won some games that you know a lot of people thought they wouldn't win. So no, started out seventeen and zero. Yep. But all right, well we'll see what happens. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Alliance of American Football. <laughs> this is what I find. I'm kind of I'm a little surprised to be honest with you because they was, they seem to be doing pretty well. I mean people were watching. They were getting. Ratings and stuff. And well, they, they had they had Johnny Manziel, you know. Yeah. And he got he got hurt in the last game there, and he got a concussion. Here's here's what I find funny, Johnny. If you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm about to say this, but Johnny gets signed into the AAF, and a week later they shut down. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, but here's the thing: <laughs> ask ten people what went wrong, and you're likely to get ten different answers, Michael. Okay. Well. Um. Ultimately, what it comes down to, the reason for the suspension and shutdown of the AAF mm-hmm. is the one of the owners, Tom Dundon. Tom, if you're listening. Well, oh, Jesus, Paul, would you stop with it if you're listening? <laughs> He's not listening. Okay, maybe he is. Um, <laughs> he was trying to get the NFLPA, the NFL Players Association, to allow practice squad players to play in the AAF in the spring, kind of use it as a developmental league. Mm -hmm. And 
get them to maybe be a little bit better during training camp and then going into the regular season. And it's usually a negotiation that could take years, and he was trying to fit it in in, in a month's time. And when, when the talks um, didn't go the way he wanted, you know, there were logistical hurdles that remained about player safety and mm-hmm. future contracts. I mean, obviously the NFL doesn't want any of their players that are under contract with them getting hurt and not being whether to practice squad or not. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately Tom decided that – um, he's just going to shut it all down. How much money did he make during his little time there? Um, I'm not. Mer- did he make money? I'm. I don't think so. I'll tell you this. Tell me. Um, tell me what you told me earlier. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it is Tom Dundon's money. It is. In this case, his seventy million that he's eating, slash losing, um, and he is able to make the calls despite pushback from the AAF CEO, Charlie Ebersole, and the head of football operations, Bill Pullian. Ultimately, it was his decision. It was his $70 million that he's losing. Mm-hmm. And he decided to just shut it all down. They didn't even make it a full season. Um, but, however, some of the players have been signed into the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, not many, but. Do you um, know who they are? A couple um, of them. Do you have any names? I Where's can, Jason when you need him, huh? I know, Jason. Damn it. Get off the beach, man. Yeah, you son Just of kidding. Man. I'm so jealous. I can't even say anything right now. Um, well, there was a Denver Broncos signed AAF cornerback Devontae Bowsby. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chiefs signed a ex-AAF player. Let's see who that is. Uh, Reezer. Uh, his name is Keith Reezer, a cornerback also. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and the other thing that that that's kind of crazy about all this is what's that? You know, you got all these guys that played in the AAF that were getting paid, and um, they literally suddenly are un- literally unemployed with no money coming in. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, it's kind of sad to be honest with you. Well, I know. I mean, it doesn't always work out. But, you know, Johnny Menzel uh, has become the voice of reason for this whole AAF collapse. (laughs) Do you want to know what uh, I found on the New York Post? Yeah. Let me read it to you. Because I'm always interested to hear what Johnny's up to. Johnny Menzel becomes odd voice of reason as AAF collapses. The controversial Heisman Trophy winner offered some sage advice Tuesday to his fellow players in the Alliance of American Football. The fledgling spring league reportedly already on the verge of ceasing operations, which actually they're already ceased. If you're, this is a quote, Johnny Mm -hmm. Menzel talking, quote, if you're an AAF player (laughs) and the league does dissolve, the last check you got will be the last one you get, Menzel tweeted. And then he says, no lawsuit or anything else will get you your bread. Save your money and keep your head up. It's the only choice at this point unless something drastic happens. (laughs) Just the reality of this unfortunate situation. Great concept. Good football on the field and fun for fans to watch. Just not enough money to go around, which has been the main problem with the other leagues for a long time. End quote. 
Well, I did read a little bit earlier that the ratings for the first four games were absolutely horrible. Yeah. Well, and a lot of and a lot of well, he's a smart guy. Oh, he is, and you sounded just like him. That was great. I I tried. I'm do I do impersonations. That's why I'm gonna be coming back with some impersonations. You do your own impersonation segment. That's what I'm gonna do. (laughs) But now, see, you started doing impersonations. I lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) Now the ratings. The the ratings were so bad the first four weeks, (laughs) first four games of this season for the AAF, and a lot of that. Really had to do with chemistry with the teams. They didn't have a lot of time to practice together and all that before this all got going. Yeah. And then also, honestly, honestly. no offense to anybody that played in it, a lack of talent. Mm-hmm. If you have a lack of talent, you're not going to produce a high-rating NFL-type game. I mean, my whole point was that I thought Alabama or Clemson could beat any one of those teams. Well, looking back, you might have been right. I was right. I don't know. Um, what, re- what really sucks for some of these players is they were left high and dry with with bills for housing and injury. Um, that sucks. It does. Um, for example, this one guy, Anthony Manzo Lewis, he was a Memphis Express fullback. Mm-hmm. had to drive 17 hours home to New Jersey after he was kicked out of the hotel room he was staying in. Memphis players reportedly returned to the hotel to find their belongings waiting for them in piles in the lobby. He said on Twitter, quote, unorganized is an understatement. Kicked out of our rooms that weren't paid for, apparently. 17 hours away from home with a car full of my belongings and nowhere to go. I mean, you got to feel for these guys. Yeah, I mean, I that's do, just, you know, that's I mean, that's sad. just, that's not bad. No. Another guy was charged $1,700 for housing that he, he was supposed to be paid by the league. They didn't pay him? Didn't, they didn't pay it. He was, he was forced to pay it. You know, guys getting injured that now they had insurance that don't have insurance and are not sure how they're going to be able to recover. So, ultimately, it was a surprise that, that the league shut down as quick as it did. A lot of people thought they would at least make it through their first. They were through game eight. You only had ten games in the season. Play the rest of you know play that last two weeks and then shut it down. But they didn't do that. Tom decided to just put the axe on it right away. Now I did read something else yesterday that I found funny. Oh, this is funny. Oh, that's good. So um, the XFL, you know, is uh, run by Vince McMahon. Right. Yeah. And I saw something. Making a comeback. Saw something the other day. Well, they're supposed to start up, and saw something the other day where he just had a big smile on his face, and the little caption said, um, "Well, I guess it's our turn." (laughs) In other words, he doesn't have any competition. He's always said the XFL would be bigger than the NFL, and it didn't work the first time, and I don't think it'll work this time. It's not going to work. There's no way. It's going to take years to get bigger than the NFL. But like we talked about a couple weeks ago. You would have the NFL, the AAF, and the XFL. So you would have an A, B, and C league. Well, now the C league got pushed up to B. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, well, I feel bad for those players. I mean, some of them were good, and some of them did get signed by, by other teams. But it's just uh, kind of disappointing to see some of them get, I mean, come on, kicked out of a hotel room, nowhere to go. Nothing yeah, you can do. I mean, no you, more pay. No more benefits. Yeah, no nothing. I, I was sad the first time you said it, but then no, I'm not yeah, as sad this time. Well, I'll tell you what. 
I'm tired of talking about the AAF. It's over. Yeah, it's over. It's dead. Can we move on? We're going to move on, Michael. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next segment. Oh, we are. All right. What are we doing? Yeah. We're going to do Lost and Found. Lost and Found. We always laugh after that. I don't know why. You <laughs> oh, think no. it would get old after a while, but I, I just don't. love that. The, the only other favorite segment music is going to be the Big Daddy yeah, Injury Report. Report. Yeah. So that's that's some bitch. I don't know. Whoever recorded that just, must be some kind of genius. I think, I think we laugh every time because every time I hear that music, I just can't help but think 70s porn. <laughs> Dude, all right. Come on, man. This is a, this is a family show. All Are right. you sure about that? Remember I, what you said earlier? I don't. What did I say earlier? Oh, that word I said. Exactly. Well, I, we all know what that word is. All right. Well, it's not a big surprise. So here's the thing, man. We're doing the uh, Lost and Found this week. Uh huh. And I've been doing. I did a tennis player. I've done football players. And I kind of got a little nostalgic when you were telling me a story earlier about um, our, our father. Unfortunately, is, is deceased. Mm-hmm. But you were telling me about. Um, a sport that you and him enjoyed together. Well, so he enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, this was back in the late '80s, early '90s, and when I when I lived with Dad, and he, I walked in. I was think this was in a, my house. No, no, this was uh, his house in Canton. Okay. Um, that he, uh, I walked in. I think it was like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, and he's sitting on the couch and he's watching TV, and <clears throat> I look at the TV and I look at him and I go, Dad the hell are you watching <laughs> and he goes cricket <laughs> i go what? cricket i go what what's cricket he goes sit down let's watch i had no idea how to follow it i don't mm. think he did either <laughs> i think he was just trying to take a nap yeah and ultimately um i fell asleep of course yes. <laughs> so that's that's a perfect segue into let's do an awesome cricket player like where are the cricket players now you know so hey dude we're doing this right? okay this is i pulled the which, trigger and this which, thing is going down which cricket player are we going to talk about well i wanted to do somebody who had a very interesting where are they now okay okay because most cricket players aren't really <laughs> they're probably still playing cricket you could play cricket for like 50 years okay so um i don't know maybe you can i don't even know what cricket is <clears throat> but <clears throat> from what I've heard from my cricket friends is that I have actually don't have any cricket friends. <laughs> so let's let's do this though. We're it, it's similar to baseball. I mean, you hit a ball with a paddle and and, and something like that. And it goes. Like yeah, that. Then yeah. you got to do something else. And I don't know. If Jason was here. He could do better research, but he's well, laying on the beach. We're gonna we're gonna learn a lot today. So okay. all of our listeners are gonna I'm learn. Super, They're super literally. Excited. We're gonna we're gonna probably start a movement of. Cricket leagues in America after this segment. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's do uh, the, my cricket player. Okay. That I chose. <laughs> oh God. His name is Leslie. I think it's spelled or pronounced Hilton, but it's H Y L T O N. So how Halton or just Hilton? Probably. We'll say Hilton. We'll say Hilton. Leslie Hilton. Leslie George Hilton. Okay. He was born in 1905. And um, 
it looks like he's passed away in May 1955. So he's, listen, what is he doing now? He's not doing anything now, really. He's, he's been but, gone for 80 years. But but this is a fascinating let's story. Keep talking about him. Like, these cricket players are, these guys are crazy. Okay, I'm gonna, okay. You're going to find that out here in a minute. Uh, but, you know, so he was a, a Jamaican cricketer. Okay. Or a cricketeer. Cricketer? Cricketer. Cricketer. Uh, he was a right-arm bowler. So interesting. I think um, bowl. I don't know if he actually went bowling, but I think the bowler <laughs> is a, like, like a like position in cricket. Maybe a pitcher type position. I have no idea because I can see like rolling the ball. Maybe they roll it and then they hit it with something. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Uh, then he also was a useful lower order batsman. Hmm. Okay. So, and then he he <coughs> he played in six Test matches. So I don't know what that means. I think test matches, to me, seems like it is um, like they were just testing the, the field. Kind of like when we did test shows. Yeah, we did test shows. They didn't mean anything. Um, so I think a test match, test cricket is a form of sport of cricket with the longest duration. Oh, so that's actually a name. It's not testing. They're not oh. testing anything. So it lasts for... Uh, let's see, test stems from the fact that it forms long, grueling matches being both mentally and physically testing. Ooh, wow, that's interesting. Hmm. Two teams of 11 players each play four innings match, which may last up to <laughs> up to five days or longer. <laughs> Holy crap, no wonder these people go crazy. In, in, Seriously, five days, four is, innings? It's generally considered the most complete examination of a team's endurance and ability. Really? Five days? Wow. Holy crap. And the NFL won't even let another, in overtime, let the other team get the ball if the <laughs> other one scores first. These yeah. guys just keep going for five days. That's interesting. Full day and night. Oh, my Lord. Anyways, uh, so he played for the West Indies. So I guess it's worldwide. Cricket's not just England. It's all over. West Indies, huh? So he 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 played between nineteen. This is this is very relevant. Okay, mm -hmm. nineteen thirty five to nineteen thirty nine. I think that was just one game. <laughs> <laughs> it, it very well could have been. I mean, my goodness. <clears throat> and uh, here's the kicker. Okay, what's what's he Wait, doing? He's a bowler, not a kicker. <laughs> That's true. But here is the kicker. Uh -huh. <clears throat> uh, what's he doing now? Well, he's he's no longer with us, but how did he get no longer with us? Because really, he could still be alive right now, mm -hmm. right? So he, he died. Born in 1905, it's 1919. He'd be 115, 114 if he was alive. Uh, so that be he'd be a little old. <laughs> it's possible though. Let's get to his story, okay? Because this Let's is just what say he could have maybe lived into the 80s. How about it's, that? It's possible. So yeah, I think he definitely could have. So played two more games. <clears throat> I'm going to go through some of his stats, okay? Because oh, people okay. people are going to find this fascinating. Um, so he <laughs> he uh, he uh, had okay. So he had six test matches, right? And he had forty first class matches. So first class match must be shorter <laughs> because <laughs> he only did six, and he played for how long? Uh, four years. Four years. So that's a lot of. Well, that's a long time. So, uh, anyways, he scored seventy runs in the tests, and he scored eight hundred and forty-three. 
in the first class. So in forty so, <clears throat> matches, he scored eight hundred runs. Eight hundred forty-three runs. Wow. What's a run? Well, I'm assuming it's like in baseball, a like a run scored. Yeah. Really? So I'm, he has a batting I'm, average too. I mean, I remember watching with dad until I fell asleep. <laughs> and did you get did you get any information when you remember when you watch that? Not really. No. Uh, so he's got some top scores. He's a balls bold, you know. Oh, he bowled 6,811 balls in the first class matches. And he only bowled 965. And he's got some wickets, too. His arm must have been tired. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Let's find let's find out what happened to him. So he's got wickets, you know, whatever that is. He's got a bowling average. So if he were, like, bowling, 25.62 is not a good bowling average. No, that's... No, it's really bad. That's pretty bad. So I'm not sure that I picked the right guy to be very impressive <laughs> in his bowling. <laughs> Unless bowling is something different in cricket. I'm assuming that's, bowling that's is possible that cricket, it might be. Which, like, 25 point whatever is probably good. So I'm going to skip over the rest of his, um, his um, stats because I have no idea what the hell it means. But here's, <clears throat> here's the interesting part, and this is where I think people are going to find... They're gonna find this fascinating. Of they're this, gonna they're this, gonna know this, why you picked this guy. Yeah, Leslie uh, George Hilton 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 whatever. Uh, okay, so he was born into poverty. Did you know that? I did not know that. Okay, I didn't know that either. Uh, and Hilton became a regular member of the Jamaican cricket side from 1927. So that means um, there was a side of cricket that he became a member of. <laughs> Although. Overlooked on several occasions for the full West Indies team, he was finally selected in 1935 to face the visiting English touring team. He performed well, and as part of a trio of fast bowlers, so that is part of the cricket. you got to be a bowler in cricket. He was a fast bowler, too, so he's a right-arm fast bowler. That also included Leary Constantine. Oh, that was a famous guy. And Manny Martindale. Those two guys, they would probably... Big, oh, big Manny. Time. I remember Manny. Handy Manny. Uh, and he helped to secure West Indies, a West Indies victory in the fourth match, which took four years. Uh, he was chosen again in 1939 for three tests, blah, blah, blah. And he was out of, he, he was out of form, though, and he lost his place in the test side because he was so tired because they went for, you know, five days nonstop right uh, playing um before you continue just yeah. so we get a little clarification yeah can you help um, me out here bowling and cricket yeah is the action of propelling the ball toward the <coughs> wicket defended by a batsman a player oh. skilled at bowling is called a bowler a bowler who is a competent batsman is known as an all-rounder so he was a competent batsman and a bowler. So he was, he was an all-rounder. all-rounder. He was an all-rounder. I picked Bowl- the right guy. Bowling the ball is distinguished from throwing the ball by strictly specified biomechanical definition. In other words, it's like the pitcher. Wow. In baseball. Excellent. <laughs> Just uh, wanted to clarify that. That's, dude, that's, I, I'm so glad you did because I felt like I was talking stupidly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right. So continue. Continue with his story. Because I know it gets more interesting. Uh, Yes, it does. Okay. So uh, his story. Okay, here we go. I am. I I obviously memorized memorized this all earlier. I'm not reading from anything. So in case anybody was wondering where I got all this stuff from, it's 
all coming from memory, and it's so fascinating. Anyways, in 1942, <laughs> after he, of course, stopped playing the cricket, mm-hmm. uh, Hilton married Loreline Rose, the daughter of a police inspector. Oh, you know, you know where this oh is going. Oh, boy. This is not going to be good. Uh, they had a this son. This is going to be like Jim Brown. <laughs> uh, it's, it could be. Maybe that's why I chose Leslie, you know. Uh, they had a son. He was born in 1947. And uh, in the early 50s, Lurline Hilton's ambitions to be a dress designer led to long absences absences at fashion schools in New York. Hmm. Interesting. So he must have made good money as a cricket guy. Uh, he must have. You know, she's able to just go off into fashion schools and and be there a long time. I mean, especially in New York if he was, you know, in the West Indies. Yeah. That, that cost some cash. Cost some cash there. So, um uh, and while she was there in New York at her fashion schools, being absent from her life with her husband and kid, uh, she met up with Roy Francis. Oh. He was a reputed philanderer. Philanderer? Okay. Philanderer. And the two began an affair. Oh, Lord. Oh, when, boy. When, when uh, Hilton <laughs> learned of this, he confronted his wife, and after initial denials, she confessed. So Hilton then shot her seven times. <laughs> His defense of provocation. Come on, pro- Leslie. Provocation, meaning he was provoked, uh, was rejected, unfortunately, by the court. And uh, they found him guilty and sentenced him to death. Uh, how? <laughs> here's, here's the kicker. Uh, uh-huh. how, did they, uh, how did they put him to death, death? I mean, his legal appeals and petition for clemency proved to be of no avail as the law took its course. So uh, he was hanged. He was hanged. That's awesome. Uh, Leslie George mm. Hilton, uh, in 19, May of 1955, was hanged for the murder of his wife, whom he shot seven times for having an affair. Um, but, you know, on the bright side, Hilton was has been generally overlooked in cricket histories, uh, mainly because... Um, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. why I was looking for the bright side, and well, I'm not there yet. Many years later, uh, so you know, in the 1956, Wisden included an obituary that contained the date, but not the manner or circumstances of his death. So many years later on, an addendum briefly gave the details. That's probably why he's been overlooked as mm. one of the greatest, greatest cricket players. One of the greatest cricketers. Cricketers of all time. Later, mm. writers have considered the case more sympathetically and have linked Hilton's treatment to his background of deprivation and to the judicial intransgressions. Uh, <laughs> you want to hear more about his post-cricket stuff? I would love to. This is, I really? mean, this is absolutely fascinating, Michael. I, uh, don't, well, wait a second. There is a lot more here that I'm, that I'm remembering. <laughs> <laughs> you're not just scrolling down, you're remembering? Yeah, he um, as as uh, his Hilton's status as an international cricketer helped him on his return home to get a better paid job with the rehabilitation department of Jamaican civil service. <clears throat> so that's when he met his wife, and then um, that's when all that other stuff happened. And the marriage seemed a happy one, and the son was born. So, but then she uh, and she had that affair. Yep, the flander had to come into the picture. Yeah, so what happened to the kid? Yeah, that's a good question. Not, now, where was that kid now? That's what we... Sh- that well, not only that, but 
what happened to, well, we know what happened to the wife. Uh, yeah, what did happen to the kid? That's interesting. I mean, if you think about it, born in 47. Yeah. Um, he may be gone, too. 47? Yeah. Because that puts him at... 77? Seven, something. Seven, got a calculator. <laughs> Nobody got a calculator. calculator. Can somebody call in and help us out here. Uh, anyway. This is so exciting. So I, I, I'm, I'm confused. So uh, usually I'm the human calculator. This is, uh, this is what happens when we search for very interesting... He would be 72 if he's still alive. Yeah, he be to totally could be alive. I mean, come on, man. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that's uh, Lost and Found for the, the, the evening. Wow. And we are... That was absolutely... It was fascinating, wasn't it? Magnificent. You can't say that I don't really... I mean, I'm going... You're digging deep, I'm, Michael. I'm, I'm going all I out. Mean, I'm finding... We haven't done the nose picks in a while, but you're digging deep. Oh, dude, that's so nasty. <laughs> that's so nasty. Well, here's the cool thing. I cannot wait for next week's Lost and Found. Why? Because it's going to be almost as fascinating as this week's. Oh, it's going to be way better because I'm doing Johnny Manziel. Because <laughs> now that his career is over in the AAF, what's he and, doing now? And the CFL. And the CFL. And the NFL. Yeah, I mean, what's he doing now? Maybe working at Dunkin' Donuts. Well, right now he's talking to reporters saying that uh, when this is your last paycheck, it's your last paycheck. So <laughs> he should know. So I want to wait one more week, and then then we'll see what he's doing now. Yeah. Unfortunately, Leslie George Hilton wasn't isn't even. I mean, he's not doing anything now. The point was, I wanted to have a very fascinating murder story. So and that was very fascinating. It was. When it's kind of sad too, but it's you know because he know. was so accomplished at cricket that you know yeah. his wife had to run off and have an affair, and you know and uh. Jealous rage. Yeah, he, jealous he, he rage. He killed her. And he was provoked. Just, he was provoked, too. Well, the courts didn't see it that no, way. No, they Michael. didn't do that. They didn't. So I want to I wanna know what happened to his kid. I mean, what's he doing? Did he, what did he do for his life? Know. We don't know what his name is, so I can't yeah. tell you. Well, let's we, can't, we can't even look him up. I'm going to do one on him next week, the kid, because I'm going to find him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well... We'll see if you can. We'll see if you can find any information on the kid. I'm going and to. And if you can, and we'll we'll do him and Johnny. How about that? Johnny Manziel. Johnny. I Johnny will be easy. I so. can't wait to do him. All right. Well, very fascinating, Michael. That's a Thank that's you. probably one of the best ones. Your second best. I think Andre Agassi was one I of the best. Andre Agassi was definitely the best. <laughs> totally. So, well, let's do this, Michael. Let's move on to Big Daddy's final take. <laughs> try this again we won't tell everybody what just happened but um it's a mystery it is a mystery well uh before i get into what my actual final take is i just do want to tell everybody out there that in the next week or two uh we will be talking about more than just cricket as <laughs> exciting as cricket is that was so exciting <laughs> really I it's think probably we should... probably the only time we'll talk about cricket on the i show, think what's but... going to really happen is we're going to end up having a new cricket segment which is all about cricket That'll be the shortest segment we have. <laughs> Cricket and murder. Yeah, but we the, the NHL playoffs start uh, in, in about a week or so. Uh, regular season's coming to an end, and then uh, 
the NBA playoffs will be starting soon. Yeah. And, and baseball just started. Major League Baseball just uh, started. Major League Baseball. <clears throat> and uh, so we will be talking. <laughs> We'll be talking. Uh, we'll be we'll be talking about all those sports in the next couple of weeks. I, I do really enjoy the NHL playoffs, so it'll be fun. Um, but uh, but so let's let's move on to what my actual final take is this week, Michael. I would love to hear it. Um, so I will be sharing a, a a GoFundMe page on on Big Daddy Sports Minute Facebook page um, in the next day or two, and that GoFundMe page um, is for a friend of mine. A very close friend of mine, whose dog, uh, the dog's name is AJ. Um, AJ has to have surgery. What kind of dog um, is AJ? AJ is a Yorkie and Pekingese mix. Oh, he's a little guy. Yeah, and and the backstory to all this is uh, the reason he has to have actually has to have two surgeries. Reason to all this is um, so my friend's aunt breeds dogs down in Florida, and last year, about a little bit more than a year ago. Um, she got uh, her first dog, uh, whose name is Jackson, <clears throat> and Jackson is just an awesome little dog. I love him to death. And in this last November, uh, her aunt called her and, and asked if she would be willing to take Jackson's brother. Um, Michael. Born in the same litter. No, not named Michael. Uh, his oh. name is AJ. AJ, yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and she did say yes, and, and, and in the time that it, it, it took for her to get AJ up to Nashville, um, AJ had an accident where he, you know, she breeds dogs, like I said, and, and he was in a room with, with a few other dogs, and being in Florida, it was warm, and they had a fan in the room, and AJ uh, decided to bite into the electrical cord of the fan oh. and got electrocuted. Oh, sh- Yeah, and um, the result of this, uh, didn't know the severity of it, uh, her aunt did put him on antibiotics right away, but didn't know the the severity of it until he got up here to Nashville that um, my friend took her took him to the vet the first time right right in the beginning of January and come to find out he has a hole in the roof of his mouth oh, and boy. he had to have surgery in January that uh, three of his teeth were removed and the vet had said that if that hole did not heal on its own in about 30 to 45 days that he would have to have um, two more surgeries. And so unfortunately, um, it is a heartbreaking story and AJ is such a fighter and he's such a cool little dog and but he uh coming up this Monday um has to have the first surgery. We'll have a feeding tube put in and he'll have to have that feeding tube for thirty days. Um he won't be able to uh eat normal food. Um we're not even sure about drinking water. Um he won't be able to be around his brother. I uh, can't be interacting with other dogs, can't be playing anything like that. And then, um, and that's the reason for that is to keep the bacteria and everything out of his mouth, and and then that way, the then then the second surgery will have to be done. And once the first surgery is, is scheduled, which is scheduled for this Monday coming up, uh, the second surgery has to be committed to and scheduled. And that surgery will be will they do a skin graft to try and cover that hole. Um, ultimately, what all this means is is. There's money that has to be paid for this, and, and my friend is such a compassionate person, and she would not normally be asking for money, but this is for AJ, her little fur baby, and she is an amazing fur baby mom. And so I will be posting on, on Facebook the uh, GoFundMe page. If anybody can make a donation, 
um, or at least share the page, you know, and maybe see if somebody else out there would make a donation. It has been amazing that the first surgery is around 1400 She's raised almost all of that. Um, most of that coming from one donation from somebody that she doesn't even know and I don't know. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so it has been amazing. And and you did make a donation. I did. Very very much appreciated. And Mm -hmm. so if anybody out there who's listening can can at least share the page, if not make a donation, the second surgery could be anywhere from two grand to 2,500. And that's going to be in 30 days. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's, she's not rich by any means. And, you know, I'm not rich by any means. And, you know, so any help that can be, can be uh contributed would be would be awesome so mm-hmm. um and and uh you know and that's really all i got if i keep talking about it michael i'm get too emotional don't don't cry i'm, I'm not gonna cry on the show don't, there's no crying in radio no crying and podcast there's no crying in podcast no. but you know no, like no crying said, in sports shows <laughs> no, no crying in sports shows um but yeah i will be sharing the page uh please look for it and Again, if you can make a donation, that'd be great. And if you, uh, you know, if you can't, then that's fine. At least maybe say some prayers for AJ. He is such a strong little guy. And the vet did say back in January that it's absolutely amazing that he's even alive for a yeah. six-pound dog to to take an electrocution like that and actually be alive is amazing. Oof. So get those electrical cords away from your little dogs. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but. So that's all I got, Michael. Um, mm. Yeah, you can. Uh, let's just let's get this wrapped up. Yes, sir. And follow follow us on Facebook, uh, Big Daddy Sports Minute. Please like and share our page. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can also find us on Twitter at BD Sports Minute, mm-hmm. Instagram, which I'll also be sharing. Um, I'm gonna try to be sharing that GoFundMe page on Twitter and and uh, and then Instagram also. Um, just search BD Sports Minute. Yeah. And friend us on, on Instagram. And uh, Jason, I know, is, is really close to getting us on iTunes. Actually, I'm the one who's been putting it out. I, I did it again. Jason and I are working together on this now. And they're supposed to email him. I resubmitted it after our last show. And they still haven't responded. I don't know what the problem is. But All right. Well, we'll, figure we'll, it out. we'll get there eventually. And hopefully soon we'll be on Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere else we can be. We're trying to get everywhere, Michael. I know we are, Big Daddy. So, um, but Mike, Mike, where can yeah. we follow you? Well, I got a little different one this time. Oh boy! Yeah, I'm gonna. You can now follow me in my little black Tesla. Whoa! Yeah, it's not mine. It's my wife's. But I got a speeding ticket in my truck last week. So <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> but I can, I can tell you that you will uh, never catch me in this Tesla. That thing yeah. is fast. It's lightning. Yeah. But you can follow me in my little black Tesla all the way home to my house. All right. Good luck. Hey, Jason. Oh, wait. Jason's not with us. I was going to say, where can we follow you, Jason? But he doesn't like being He's laying on the beach in a snowmobile suit. And he he (laughs) doesn't want to be followed anyway. And he doesn't want to be followed anyway. So, but, all right. Well, great show, Mike. And uh, glad we were here. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Big Daddy's out. Woo!